mom came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it. So I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh, I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31 to 27 and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Yeah. And I really think the Clippers chance to win the championship was last year. And they were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. You said you can't bet against Tom Brady, and as a Cowboys fan and what I just did last weekend, I am not going to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draudsteidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're, they are very, very good. Hello, I'm Taylor Hearn, and you listen to The Outsider's Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NBA Opinions of the Week. Today, we're going to be talking about free agency and the man with a new Twitter account or a new Twitter name, Austin. It's Agent Denny, I believe. It, it is. I felt like if I still wanted to be like a Wizards page, having it, the real deal, meal meal deal was uh, not advantageous. So I didn't want to create any confusion. I still love that name and it's one that i came up in theology class because i was bored uh mm-hmm. sophomore year so i still lo- love that name and i'm still gonna hold it near and dear to my heart but i feel like i had to choose a new wizards player to uh represent yeah. the account and um yeah we've talked about the chris paul we're just gonna talk about free agency i do have a question but i'll ask you later um you didn't want to do anything with jordan pool or kuzma uh for the wizards like i'm talking about like name wise oh no i want to do do someone that i believe i want in in dc uh no i i i think that's probably a good name but i don't know how long pool stays and i want to do a player like denny who we drafted i was only really deciding between two players and i was Corey kispert or denny because those are two players that are young drafted by the Wizards, and that I do see in the Wizards' future that we're not going to trade away. Those are two players I'm very high on. So I I wanted to shoot someone that I believe would be on the team long-term. And I don't – even though Kuzma signed an extension, I didn't know if he was going to stay, per se. And then for Poole, I definitely don't know if he's going to stay. And his contract will probably get better as the year goes on. Um but I'm looking at Kuzma's. Okay, so the average salary is only like $25 million. That's not bad. Yeah, it, it's it, – I, I, That's not bad. I, I like the resigning. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. Um, Yeah, I, I think it's just going to be a fun team because it's Jordan Poole and Kuzma. Uh, and they also have like some young guys, as you were talking about. Um, But, yeah, I do have a question, but uh, the – is, has anything gone on Twitter that I've missed? I quit. I got mad at Twitter, so I deleted it. Uh, I mean, the rate limit exceeded thing isn't there anymore, so that's fixed. Oh, really? Okay. That may, but, that uh, got me frustrated. I, I, I understand, but not not anything going on as, as we speak. Okay. Um, okay, so I know there's that Paul Reed thing, but... Uh, uh, the next thing that I thought was interesting was the or, – okay, let me ask you this question. I want you to guess the teams that I – I have three teams. Two teams – one team I think got better, and um, they could be in competition for the playoffs. 
um, in the East, and then the ne- the next two teams, one I believe became a contender or solidified themselves as a contender, and the other team I think is now competent and should be a playoff team. You want me to guess the teams you're talking about? Yes. Okay. And this was so, yeah. a a trade or it, between no, two just teams? Like or... What they did in free agency. What they did in free agency. One West team. I believe solidified themselves as a contender. The other West team, I believe, made good moves and most likely will be a playoff team. The other team, I think, got better and should be near playoff contention in the East. So one is playoff contender, one is uh, like finals contender? Finals contender. Both in the West. Both in the West. And then one's in the East. Oh, so there's three teams. So one's... Three teams. Two in the okay. one. Uh, one's a finals contender. The other one, I believe, is playoffs. Um, then the third is, I think it'll be in that middle range where they're close to playoffs. And uh, the middling team is the East team or no? Is it's it the East team, yeah. Okay. Like they, I wouldn't be shocked if they made the playoffs, but I could also see him missing the playoffs. Okay. Um, for the East, I'm gonna say the Pacers. That's gonna you be my correct. guess. Yeah, okay. I I wasn't a huge fan of that Bruce Brown deal because it, it seemed like a lot, but also that's how they got him to Indiana, in my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think the Pacers could make the playoffs. I don't, they we'll have to see any other moves they make, any other trades. But come uh, come September when we do our actual. NBA predictions, season predictions. I, I, there's a solid chance I have them making the playoffs. Yeah, um, I'll definitely have them close in that area. And yeah, I liked Bruce Brown signing. I know they got Obi Toppin in that trade. Um, so yeah, they could be fun. They'd be, they're definitely gonna be a fun team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for playoff contender West. I mean. I know. I I think one of these two teams is the Mavs. I I think one of the two teams is the Mavs. Okay. I'm trying to think whether you think of them as a finals contender because I do not. But so I'm just gonna say playoff contender Mavs. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, I the I don't know what the Mavs could do that could make them a title contender in my opinion. I mean, unless LeBron wants to come to Dallas. Or oh well, yeah, or like maybe if they got Jared Allen, maybe that entices me to. Put him, but I still wouldn't put him there. Because the Mavs have a question at center. But I really like the Grant Williams trade. I like um I liked what they tried to do with Thibault, but I'm like, yeah, I understand why Portland matched it. I, I, I thought Portland would match it. Uh, and, but like and especially that's a nice deal for Portland. Like he's only like eleven million a year. Yeah. And he's one of the premier uh perimeter yeah. defenders in the league, so I thought they would match, even though it is a little bit of a poison pill, and there's a trade yeah. kicker and all that other stuff. But I thought Portland would bring him back. Uh, I know some of our friends thought otherwise, but yeah, no. I, and then Dwight being back is a good signing. Um, one of our friends, I, I was laughing when he's like, "Man, dude, it, it's a Canada event that Dwight Powell is with the Mavericks." Uh, yeah, most certainly. And this one friend we're talking about this canon event is uh hating him and loving him at different oh, yeah. times he's either he, he's... he does what i do to jason kidd yeah i well, hate jason kidd 
and he hates Sly Powell. And then I'll love Jason. Or I'll respect Jason Kidd. But yeah, Nico made some really good moves, but to me, now they fix a lot of issues. I'm curious what they do with center because I don't think they can have Tim Hardaway, Seth Curry, and Hardy on the same team. All because they're a little bit too much like each other. Yeah. Um, for West contender, it's not going to be Nuggets. It's not going to be Grizzlies. I don't think it would be Kings. It's definitely it's definitely not Suns because they were already contenders. Yeah. I don't think it's Clippers. I'm going to go Warriors. I think you're thinking, no. is it Lakers then? Yeah, it's Lakers, yeah. What did the Lakers I, do that really crossed okay. the bar? I think, so you have LeBron and AD. This is with AD healthy. But, man, dude, they got Austin Reeves on not a too bad of contract, in my opinion. It's only like $14 million per year. They got, they brought back Rui Hachimura. They brought back um, D'Angelo Russell. They also, like, kept Jared Vanderbilt. They added Gabe Vincent. Um they have Jalen Hood, Shafino, nice point guard. They also got Jackson Hayes. I know he has some off the court problems, or there were some allegations, but um, he's a nice young player. To me, it's the role players that make it. I think they have a lot, a lot more depth. Hmm. Um, they also got Torian Prince, and they added, they added Cam Reddish, who, um. He's someone where I think if he just does a little bit more in defense, he could be a nice piece. But I really like what they did, like adding Gabe Vincent, and they really didn't break the bank. Like they kept Austin Reeves, who I think is a nice shooting guard. They kept Russell, who I think is a good point guard. They added um, Gabe Vincent, which I think is a nice, a nice signing, and not for too much. Uh, but yeah. So it's mainly the role players that they added. Okay, I don't know if the Lakers necessarily did did enough. This team isn't that different, if you know what I mean. Because D'Lo struggled last year in the playoffs, yeah. and I would assume that he would still have a significant role in the team. And yeah. I do like the Reeves signing, but now you're paying him more. So I don't know if that necessarily helps you when last year he was on the team playing well and he still could play well. I don't know how much better he plays. Uh, I think he improves slightly, but not necessarily anything outstanding. And in trusting rookies like Coach Shafino, I do like that pick for them. They do need a point guard for the future, but does he really make a big impact as a rookie? Uh, LeBron usually doesn't have many rookies playing significant roles on good teams. I mean, he had Reeves, but that year they missed the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. Correct. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about Gabe Vincent? I, I They have too many players playing point guard. Like, okay. okay. Is, is D'Lo playing point guard? He has to. Hujapino, Gabe Vincent. And then I know Reeves is technically a shooting guard, but he's on the shorter end of that spectrum. And I do like Gabe Vincent. I do like that signing. I do think the Heat were, for some reason, undercutting him. I, I know the point is that they're going to try to get Dame. I feel like that's why they offered him so little. Yeah. But Vincent's role is going to be much different on this uh, Lakers team. I don't know if he starts. And if he doesn't start, does that anger D'Lo? I, I, I just – that combination 
I don't know if it works. Because I believe Gabe Vincent deserves to start. But that could cause problems in either the locker room or on the court with D'Lo in that second unit. Yeah. Okay, so you don't think D'Lo starts? I don't. I, I think he does start. Yeah. I just don't know if he deserves to start. Vincent was yeah. a very great playoff performer last year on a Heat team that many did not see making it out of the first round, let alone all the way to the finals. And yeah. Jalen Hood Shafino, I don't think he has major minutes, but I think that's a guy like they can just have in the regular season and more in the future. But like he's kind of the third point guard. Yeah, and, and I mean Gabe Vincent didn't even average ten points last year and he struggled during the regular season, but in the playoffs, him averaging thirteen points per game is, I believe, more than D'Angelo Russell did. I, I will, I will check to fact check that. Uh, oh, oh, barely, barely. It was point six more, thirteen point three. But he shot thirty one percent from three. And while I do think D'Lo is a better player, at least for the regular season, like he averaged seventeen point eight points last uh, last season. He's a underrated uh, facilitator. He's a good shooter. But I don't know if Gabe Vincent necessarily sees his best role off of the bench. Gabe Vincent, when he starts, I believe is a much better player than when he comes off the bench. And maybe that's just because of minutes, but I also think he he hits big shots and he makes uh, very impactful plays that I think would be useful to the uh, Lakers. Yeah, so I think he's useful. Um yeah, I just thought it was interesting. And then um, – so I really like that. But the thing is, AD has to be healthy. Jackson Hayes, I think, is a good backup center. Um, I really like his upside, but I know he has off-the-court issues. Yeah, I mean, in the playoffs, not last year, but the year before that, Jackson Hayes got ejected in game six of a series. that I thought they had a chance of winning because of injury. Yeah. Uh he only played 13 minutes a game last year, averaged five points. I don't think anything special about him. Uh, I don't see any difference between him and Bamba, except that he can't shoot threes, Hayes can't, and uh, Bamba can. I, I just feel like both of those guys should probably have been better. Both of those guys went to Texas. Uh, it, it just seems like they're replicas of players that should be better but aren't and aren't going to make all that big of an impact come playoff time. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, and then how do you feel about the Rockets paying Fred Van Fleet? I've kind of warmed up to it now. I He's the highest paid player out of uh, free agency thus far, and I don't necessarily think he's all that great. I, I Maybe that's a system thing. I was extremely down on uh, Nick Nurse as a head coach. But last year, shooting under 40% from the field, he's done that three times in his career, once as a rookie, once in 2021, and once in 22-23, which was this year. And it just seemed like he was a shot chucker. This year, he shot 34% from three on 8.8 attempts from three. He is a good free throw shooter. I do think he's an underrated passer. Uh, but I, in the playoffs, not – Obviously, they didn't make it this year. But last year, they got when they got uh, swept, I believe. Oh, no, they lost in six. They lost in six. That's right. Uh, but he played four games and shot 35% from three. He shoots under 40% from the field for his entire career in the playoffs. 
So I, I just don't know if I trust him per se as a go-to guy. If he's a primary facilitator and they use Jalen Green and uh, Shingoon as your top two primary offensive guys, I think I like this team much more. I think I like the signing more because Fred is a veteran who's obviously won a championship. He's been an all-star. But I don't think he should be much more than a uh, a facilitator that maybe averages 15 points a game who doesn't take as many shots as Green, at least. And I, I do think this can this kind of contradicts having uh, uh, some of the players that they already had on their team. Like, while it, it may still work with Green, because Green can play shooting guard, he's played shooting guard uh, thus far in his career, but also they have uh, Kevin Porter Jr. And mm-hmm. Porter averaged 19-6-5 and five last year on better splits. So averaging the same amount of points, better splits, I understand it's on a worse team. I don't know where he fits, and I, I'm still higher right now on the potential of Porter Jr. as a passer and as a a young player who's only uh, just turned 23 for this team. What, what, what are your thoughts okay. on it? Okay, yeah. So I'll kind of tell you how what I warmed up to. It's a really large contract. It's really a lot. It's a lot more money than I would have paid to Van Fleet. But given the Rockets' positions where they needed vets and my ideals, what I thought – would be fair for Van Fleet is around the Jalen Brunson contract just because like it's the following year he probably gets something similar to it because I like Fred Van Fleet um, I think he's a really good player um, I just really like him as a point guard I think he can shoot well but like you mentioned shooting but to me that what really reminds when I thought like Fred Van Fleet was the best was when Kawhi was on the team Kyle Lowry was on the team which to your point, like you talked about Sangoon and Jalen Green being the main point scorers, I went to that 2018-2019 roster, and like to me, the number one option was Kyle Kawhi Leonard, then Kyle Lowry, then the third and four the third, I think, was Siakam, but I also thought the fourth was um Fred Van Fleet. I think he was the first guy off the bench. So if he can kind of be that third or fourth guy. I think that would help while also giving leadership. So if I'm for the Rockets to get him, they had to pay him a much larger amount to convince him to come there. So that's why I'm warmer. I'm like, I think he's a good player and I think he will help your team in the locker room. Cause that's what I think the Rockets struggled with last year. I wouldn't have paid him 43 million. I probably want to would have gone to 26 or 28, but for the Rockets, it also helps them meet that cap floor. The thing that I do not like about the Rockets is giving $20 million to Dylan Brooks and putting him into that type of locker room. I understand that. I, I do feel like Brooks, as a uh, defensive player, which is something that the Rockets were horrible at last year, is a good improvement. Okay. Fred is a bad defender, and they already have a lot of lackluster defenders on their team. So I understand the signing, sort of. It's just the money value that kind of concerns me. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I kind of view it as like Rangers, like we're going to pay you a bunch more than whatever other people are offering you. Yeah. Um, for like Seager Simeon. But it is different with the NBA and MLB. 
So that's, but the thing, it's just Dylan. I would have loved to sign Dylan Brooks because, like you mentioned, his defense. I just don't, I want him in like a more determined role in the locker room, if that makes sense, the chemistry type. Like if he, if he went to like maybe the Warriors or um, maybe the Heat, like I feel his personality would have done better than what it could do in the Rockets, if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get it. It's just, I, he, I believe wanted to start and he'll get to do that. Mm -hmm. And his personality, yeah, it's going to rub off probably the wrong way. And they already have a number of weird personalities on the Rockets. And it's, it either looks good next year, maybe not playoffs, but looks good. Like, Hey, the team is growing or it's going to blow up. Like there's no middle ground here it is either gonna look like they made an improvement or they the team morale wise is completely destroyed and they ruin the rebuild because brooks personality really could hurt the team or it could help them have an edge and uh win games maybe they shouldn't yeah i agree and then uh let's kind of go into like what else could happen because i don't think there are any other major moves that i missed right Uh, unless you want to talk about Kyrie resigning. Oh yeah, I I like that contract. I, I I thought it was gonna be four years. Yeah, I I I like it too. Do you think he stays with the mask for the uh for the entirety no. of the three years? No, but that's what I I think it's a tradable contract too. So um, so I really like that, and it's not too bad. They kept their full MLE. Um, which I like, which I don't know who they use it on, but um, I kind of want to talk about trades and there's one free agent that I'm interested. Oh, the bulls were weird to me. Like they signed Javon Carter and I was like, why not just re-sign IO? Which I feel like IO is going to go to the nuggets. That would be dangerous. Because, like I was talking about someone there like, you know, man, dude, like, the Nuggets lost Bruce Brown. I'm like, if the Nuggets are going to pick up someone, sim it's not going to be the same type of player, but it's going to be the same type of effect. Some dude where we're like, man, how how did they pick him up like that? And he's so good. I, f I feel that could be Io because people are going to be like, why was Io on the market for so long? Um, but that's What do you think he gets signed for? Trades. Huh? What do you think he's I've heard for? like maybe seven or eight million, or maybe he takes a cheaper contract. Uh, yeah, I think he could take a cheaper contract to go to a championship team. So, but you want to talk about some trades? Yeah. So there's like, um, we can talk about IO later on if you would like, but um, it's kind of like I don't know what else happens. There's a lot of trades, and I think it's holding up because of the Harden deal, which like tripped me. I'm like, oh, he's going back to Sixers. Then he's getting traded. I'm like, okay. So I do think he goes up to the Clippers, but the thing with the Heat and Trailblazers is what Dame, it would work great for the Heat. It's just their main ship is Tyler Hero, which doesn't really fit with the Trailblazers because they have a ton of guards. Yeah, I this Dame trade is... I don't get why we talk about loyalty... And then also talk about Dame getting whatever he wants. That's not being loyal. 
I, I struggle with seeing, yeah. hey, and this is that thing with Beal, and I love Beal, but he basically forced himself to the Suns. We yeah. could have gotten much better deals somewhere else. And mainly because of his uh, his agent and the connection to the DM, I think that went sour. And look, I, I love Beal, but you can't call what he did loyal. I, I yeah. and, and you can be traded, and I would still consider you a loyal player, but demanding that you go to one team is not. For example, and this wasn't a trade, but Freddie Freeman for the Braves. Yeah. I still believe him as a loyal player. He would have gone back if it wasn't for the whole crazy, his agent basically wanted him to get more money. But if he heard that the Braves actually offered that, he would have re-signed with the Braves. Yeah. And you can sign with another team and be a loyal player still. But demanding a trade doesn't mean you're unloyal to me because... For example, uh, another one that I think is uh, pretty good, and this is also not necessarily uh, basketball, but Patrick Kane. The Blackhawks are horrible. Mm-hmm. So him demanding a, demanding a trade like, hey, I, I want to be traded, and if I could be traded to New York or some other team that's contending, that would work. I see that, and I'm like, wow, okay. He was with the team forever. He was a great player for those teams. Won a Hart Trophy, won MVP, uh, did uh, won two championships, all this other stuff. And the Blackhawks got a considerably good deal out of trading him because he is that good of a player. I know that he was it was on a uh, a short deal basically because he was only going to be there for half a season before he's a free agent. But I, I look at that. And I don't consider him as a as not a uh, a not as not a loyal player. What 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 are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. And the thing that bugs me about Dame is he waited till they re-signed um, Jeremy Grant to that humongous contract, which they wouldn't have done if they knew Dame was going to ask out. Exactly. Yeah. So he's helping out his friend Jeremy Grant, but um. I just see it, and the thing that was bugging me is like, oh, I want to stay loyal, but he was – to me, this was kind of in the works all along. So, yeah, it's tough when a loyal player – I think it's tough to be a loyal player now just because, like, it's just not that time anymore. Like, But, but I, again, I don't think a loyal player means that you stay with the team your entire career in yeah, this no. era. But, yeah, it, yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's not – yeah, I get what you're saying about Beal, Dame, and I like what you said about Kane and Freeman, too. Like, Freeman gave them every chance. It just yeah. didn't work out. And, so and like, also his agent kind of yeah, screwed over. Agent, so. Yeah, it was but, weird. But, yeah. But it, it doesn't necessarily mean you stay with the team your entire career. da 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 Oh, you're only loyal if you stay with the team for the entirety of your career. No, I think that's a little bit overblown. Uh. But I, I would love it if Lucas stayed, but I, I'm hoping, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, there's some of a respect thing. Tom Brady, I consider a loyal player. Did he yeah. go to the Bucks? Yeah. But the Patriots didn't want him anymore. You expect him to be just retire because he didn't want to, he wanted to play and the Patriots didn't want him back. Do you expect a player to just retire because his team that he's been on his entire career isn't going to resign him? So, I I don't necessarily think staying on a team your entire career means you're not loyal. Yeah, um, I'm all, I, I'm paying attention, but I'm also cooking up a trade because here's how I 
here's a deal which I don't think is a terrible deal. Um, because like, and I do think the Trailblazers, he's gonna, they're gonna get a lot, and it, the main thing is Tyler Hero doesn't work with them. So I think they need a third team, and um, that third team I think is the Nets because Tyler Hero's a scorer. He needs to be a better passer, but I do think he would fit well on the Nets. And um, how would you see okay. this working out? So I think. So I have, because I also think the Heat need a wing. So I have the Nets trading Dorian Finney-Smith to the Heat in exchange for Tyler Hero. And um, I'll also send a 2026 second rounder to the Nets. I don't know if this lines up contract-wise. But what would Portland get? Because you're saying Portland would get more. Yeah, so Portland's going to get two firsts. Two unprotected firsts and Nikola Jovic. Is two firsts and Jovic enough for Dame though? That's I mean, I, I mean, but Beal, same thing. Did what? Yeah. Do we, what do we get for Beal? We got Jordan Poole and no firsts. And I don't care about swaps. Okay, maybe, and we'll do like a pick swap for twenty thirty. Um. But the problem is that he have lost a lot of their picks in other trades. Yeah, because they have their 2024, they have a 2026. I'm trading the 2027 and the 2029. But they also have the 2028 and 2030 first round. Yeah, but you can't trade those because yeah. of the years. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my thing. And, like, I, they want a forward. Um, they're not going to trade Caleb Martin. Uh, they have... That's why I like Nikola Jovic, but I'm also trying to think, is there something, could the Nets, could the um, Trailblazers send someone, like maybe they send Nurkic, or what is his? I think Nurkic would have to be sent for contract reasons. To the Heat or the Nets? To the Heat, I think. Okay. Yeah, and that wouldn't be bad. Um, and Nurkic would be included in, in which case I do think somebody else from the Heat, maybe Haywood Highsmith or uh, somebody else in the Heat team because I, I just don't see this working out in a way that Portland can actually rebound and become anywhere near a considerable advantage to before trading him gotcha yeah that's because I don't they're not going to give up Bam Robinson doesn't really make sense with the Nets or um, trailblazers, in my opinion. Um, I'm not sure. Um, maybe. But yeah, so that's where it gets tricky. But I like the idea because I don't know who Hero fits well with. I think he would fit well with the Nets. Okay. Yeah, I, I could definitely. I could definitely understand that. But yeah. Um, so that's just a trade I'm thinking could happen. But then I don't know if the contracts work. Maybe they do have to send Duncan Robinson somewhere. Maybe. Or they get rid of Kyle Lowry. I like Kyle Lowry on them as a backup role. And he's on an expiring deal. Mm-hmm. So maybe he get No, that wouldn't make sense. 
if he gets sent to Portland and he's an expiring deal. But yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, not, it's yes. it's hard to predict trades, especially when it's constricted to only going to one team. Yeah, or he gets traded to maybe the Spurs, which I kind of like. Um, but yeah, so that's just one idea. I think Hero, I would see, I could see Hero getting sent for, to the Nets, and then them trading a wing like Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith to the Heat. And yeah, and the Heat sending one of their forwards like Hami Haikes or uh, Nikola Jovic. Yeah, I, I do think to get Dame, you're going to have to give up a lot. Yeah, and I, I think they have the capital to get rid of it and maybe send some role players because they'll find some role player. Like we talked about, like that's why you do the trade for other guys. I agree. But yeah, and then, yeah, I have no idea what Hard- happens gonna, what's going to happen with Harden. Um, but yeah, that's what we got. Um, I think Io is going to be a huge steal. I'm not. I'm wondering who else could be who else could be signed. Not really sure. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm hoping Tim Hardaway gets traded. But yeah, uh, that's all we got. Let us know what you think. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.